0: How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to The Gaming Observer for Friday, May the 7th. I hope you are doing extraordinarily well. Almost there to the weekend. Let's finish off your week with some video game news. First of all, we should talk about Nintendo, because they just had their fiscal year financials, and it was actually their most profitable financial year ever for the 12 months ending March 31st. So they did extremely well. Operating profit hit an all-time high of $5.9 billion, which is up 82% year-over-year, and the previous high was $4.6 billion. Now, most of that profit comes from the increased attention to gaming as a result of COVID, and obviously Nintendo is the most family-friendly version of gaming that I guess we have right now. So they definitely reaped the benefits of that. Now, the Nintendo Switch has now sold over 84 million units, which means it has passed the PlayStation Portable, Game Boy Advanced, and Xbox 360 in lifetime sales. It is now the 8th best-selling console of all time, and they expect that they're going to surpass the sales of the Nintendo Wii, which is 101 million units, by the end of the next fiscal year. That'll bump it up two more slots. Now, in terms of the video games themselves, we also have some interesting stats here. Animal Crossing New Horizons is now the Switch's second best-selling title, at 32.6 million units sold. And that's just behind Mario Kart 8, at 35 million. But those two games are probably going to have a bit of a race, because Mario Kart is still a monster seller for them. It sold like 10 million units in the last year, or something like that. It's kind of like their version of GTA 5. like it just keeps selling. We can also look at the recent release of Super Mario 3D World, plus Bowser's Fury. It sold 5.5 million units, so far. And interestingly, that means that it has basically already matched the lifetime sales of its original release on the Wii U. And I guess the last thing I'll mention here is that if you look at the top 10 best-selling games in this period for them, only two of them were new. Super Mario 3D World and Super Mario 3D All-Stars. But of course, All-Stars is already unpurchasable. Everything else in the top 10 are back-catalog games. It's pretty interesting. Now, looking forward to the next year, They did lower their financial targets, considering the bump of COVID that they had. And also, they just have a generally weaker lineup in terms of new games. So far, they've announced Mario Golf Super Rush, and The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, as well as Miitopia. But none of those are like, a Animal Crossing, right? So anyway, there's Nintendo, doing extremely well. Ubisoft has announced a spinoff to The Division. They're calling it Heartland. Uh, This is going to be a free-to-play standalone game releasing in 2021 or 22, And that's pretty much all we know about it. They they didn't provide any more details besides the name and the time frame. They also announced that there's going to be a new mobile game released in a similar time frame. I think it's just called The Division Mobile. And so while we don't really know much about these things, they did kind of highlight how The Division is starting to become a much larger franchise. Not only do they have these two new games coming out, but they're adding way more content to the base game this year, The Division 2. They're also getting a novel out there, and have a Netflix show planned. So it's starting to become this kind of all-encompassing IP for them, which is pretty neat. I know it's like a weirdly popular game. You, You don't hear a lot of people talking about it on a consistent basis, but it's got the player numbers. So those were actually the two major stories... I guess the other thing I'll throw out there is that if you are a PC gamer, you might have saw some controversy around Humble Bundle removing charity sliders. So usually with Humble Bundle, you can choose how much of your money goes to charity, goes to Humble, and goes to the game developer. And you had these sliders that would tell you what percentage of your purchase would go to those three different things. And they recently made an announcement that they said, hey, you can now only do 5% or 15% going to charity. And people got very mad about that so Humble reversed their decision. And they said, okay, you can have your sliders back, which is a good thing, right? Like, I know a lot of people like to put way more of a percentage to charity when they bought these games. But uh, otherwise, that's pretty much all the news that I have for you today, folks. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. It really does mean a lot to me. I mean, we've done over a thousand episodes of this show at this point, which is just wild. And so many of you have been there for like a majority of that, and I greatly appreciate it. I'm probably going to talk more about it this weekend. We'll do a thousand episode celebration or something like that so yeah back with uh the variety shows this weekend back with the news on monday feel free to reach me on twitter at gaming underscore observer or join the tgo discord server if you would like to keep in touch and until next time happy gaming everyone it's the tgo after show hello and welcome It was a pretty slow news day today. Actually, it's been pretty slow for like a couple of weeks. I imagine it's going to pick up around E3 time. But hey, that's okay. It lets us look at some interesting industry events. And something I would like to do a little bit more often is just find some of the games that don't get a ton of coverage. I need to see if I can follow an outlet that covers smaller titles and give it a bit of a spotlight. I also am considering playing around with the format of TGO a little bit. Now that school is done, I feel like I want to freshen things up a little bit. So I'm I'm looking into commissioning some new audio. You know, I've only ever used royalty-free music for the show, and it's worked totally fine. But I think throwing in some custom-made music would be pretty cool. If you happen to be listening and you're a composer or an audio engineer or, I don't know, somebody who makes music, I guess, feel free to let me know if you want to make something for me. I'll commission you. And then it's just like, you know, I've been doing the same thing for a thousand episodes. Play the intro music, same intro, couple of stories, interspersed by a sound effect. Like, I know it's just a new show and obviously I'm doing something right, but I feel like there might be something I can do to spice it up a little bit. Some new segments. Maybe if any of these stories ever have like audio in them, you know, an interview or something like that, I could clip that and put it onto the show. I don't know, maybe I should go uh, listen to some other daily shows, even if they're not video game related, and see what they do. See if I can get some inspiration. Anyway, Nintendo though, right? Like, they just did so well this year. And it makes sense, right? Like, when it comes to COVID, I think if there's any company that's going to benefit from people staying at home, it's Nintendo. Even though the Switch is designed to be portable, they have always been like the, you know, have the family sit around the TV and play something. The Wii U was very much designed for that. The Wii was very much designed for that. And I I, I do know of a, like a ton of people who have bought the Switch and I guess specifically Animal Crossing because of COVID. So I'm super happy about that. And I hope that that tells them like, hey, the things that we did in this year, we did it right. And let's keep doing those things because they've definitely been on a roll. There's, there's certain times where I get very happy when a company does well, because it means that they're probably going to keep doing more of it. Like, when I think about Capcom, and how they were kind of floundering for a while, I mean, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. There was, like, a period there where they just weren't releasing a lot of great games, and then they released stuff like, you know, Resident Evil 7, Monster Hunter World, more recently the Resident Evil remakes. And it showed them, like, oh, you know, when we release a good video game, people are gonna love it, and it will sell well. What I hate is when you have something like Cyberpunk and even though it was a disaster of a launch, they still sold better than most games did that year, thanks to its marketing and, I guess, the clout that they had from The Witcher, but, you know, they got rewarded for being bad, and that's not great. So, anyway, folks, that's pretty much all I have to say today. Thank you so much for tuning in, it's greatly appreciated. I'll be back tomorrow with The Variety Show, and until then, farewell. (laughs)